What's up guys? Welcome back to the show and week four of the Law of the Universe series. Like seriously, who am I with this consistency? This is amazing. Before we dive in, I wanted to give you a little update on what I've been up to because being consistent on the podcast has inspired me to do a little challenge for myself to sort of build self-trust. So I started a 21-day challenge where I was going to get rid of three things that I thought would be really hard for me to get rid of for 21 days. If you didn't know already, doing any kind of challenge like this where you get rid of some kind of vice or some kind of eating habit or whatever habit you want to get rid of for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, 75 days, whatever feels hard for you, it's a good way to build self-trust because you're telling yourself that you can do hard things. So the three things that I decided to not partake in or consume for 21 days is caffeine, weed, and excessive amounts of sweets. So what I've learned so far, oh, by the way, I'm on day six. My last day is February 12th. And what I've learned so far is with caffeine, I'm realizing I don't really need caffeine to like keep me going. I mostly just really love the taste of coffee. I love, I love a latte. (laughs) I love matcha. Um, I just like the taste of it. So I'm noticing it's not something that I necessarily need. It's just more like a little treat for me. And then with weed, as you guys know, I've made episodes about smoking weed. I've learned that a lot of the healing work that I've been doing has actually really been working because I used to be terrified of not being able to smoke weed and that that's actually not good. <laughs> and before I started this challenge, I did some journaling and I was just thinking to myself like, what am I most afraid of now by not smoking weed? And I was thinking, I realized that I was most afraid of just being bored. <laughs> and because I do spend a lot of time, at, well, I do work a lot and walk my dog and stuff, but I spend a lot of time at home because I don't, I don't have a car right now and I'm not going to like just be Ubering everywhere, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm going to get bored. And I was like, if boredom is the only thing that I'm worried about, like you go girl, because I used to be like afraid of just some really dark stuff <laughs> for not being able to smoke. So I'm really proud of myself in that sense. And then with sweets, honestly, <laughs> sweets is my weakness. I love cookies. I love brownies. I love chocolate croissants. Every time I go grocery shopping, I would always buy like a bag of like chocolate covered pretzels, you know, those like dark chocolate ones from like Trader Joe's or Sprouts have some too. I shop at Sprouts a lot. Um, and I got rid of the sweets too. So except I do work at a restaurant and I'm new at a restaurant. So I have tried some of the desserts there. Um, but not like a whole, like a whole piece of cake or anything. Just like a little bite just to taste it since I'm like new to the restaurant. So I can know what it tastes like. But so far, so good. We're on day six and February 12th is my last day. So tooting my own horn because I'm proud of myself for being able to do this because just a few months ago, this probably would have been really hard for me. So if you're looking to strengthen your confidence and your trust within yourself, I highly recommend starting a 21-day challenge, two-week challenge, four-week challenge, whatever feels hard for you, and getting rid of like one to three things that you feel like you feel like you need and just going for it. And you don't have to wait until the first of the month to start it. I literally started this like mid-January or whatever, whatever date it was. February 12th is the last day, so count 21 days back from there is the date that I started. 
and just go for it. Like ask yourself, like, what am I so afraid of? Why can't I have this thing? And then before you start, like come up with like a game plan. Like what can I do instead? What can I consume instead? What can I do whenever I feel triggered to do insert whatever thing it is that you're getting rid of? And if you do decide to do a 21 day challenge, come message me on Instagram at maintaining my happy and let me know what it is. And I will cheer you on every single day until the 21 days is up. I hope I hear from some of you about whatever challenge you decide to do. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the episode. Today we're talking about the law of cause and effect. And I think that this law is pretty self-explanatory for the most part, but basically What it states is that what you put out is what you get back. The actions that you take have an effect on your life and the lives around you. So cause equals the decisions that you make and the actions that you take and effect equals the results that you get. And this is also known as karma, but I didn't want to title the episode Law of Karma because I think I think karma has somewhat of a negative connotation to it just because of the way that people think that karma works. And I just want to make it clear that this law is not intended to shame and blame you for any decisions that you made in the past that you're not proud of. And karma does not mean that because you hurt someone in the past or made a poor decision in the past that God is going to punish you in some unknown way at some unknown time. (laughs) You know, you're just like sitting around on edge waiting for your karma to show up. That's not what this law is about. This law is just another way for you to be more mindful about the decisions that you make. So basically, when you are living with the law of cause and effect in mind, you you only want to put out what you want to receive. You want to be, you want to make decisions that are aligned with the type of person that you want to be. So if you haven't noticed by now that a lot of these laws sort of intertwine with each other, they kind of, like the law of cause and effect is basically like how you implement the law of attraction. It's, it's being mindful of the choices that you make and knowing that they are aligned with who you desire to be. And this is not an excuse to start blaming and shaming other people either. Like when you notice somebody make a decision that they're not proud of and you now see them upset because they are, you know, they're experiencing the wrath of the decisions that you make. It's not an, this is not a pass for you to tell them like, well, law of cause and effect, you should have known better. You should have just, you should have known to not make that decision and you should have made a better choice. Like don't do that to people. (laughs) Instead, I want to reframe this law to help you kind of find wisdom in the decisions that you've made in the past to help you make better decisions in the future. I'm going to use myself as an example because I used to carry a lot of shame around being in so much debt, and it's not necessarily the debt itself that's causing shame. It's the reason why I'm in debt that was causing me a lot of shame and I mean some of the reason why I'm in debt is because my dog my dog had surgery and it cost like ten thousand dollars and then also student loans 
but I also got myself into more debt by joining a lot of online programs and mindset programs and um, like coaching, learning how to start businesses and blah, 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 all the things. And the reason I carried shame around this is because I haven't seen a return on investment and I've been doing this for like a couple years now, trying to make this online thing work online thing work and be consistent online and I just hadn't been able to follow through with it and I see all these things online about you know join this program and it really works as long as you put in the work as long as you put in the work as long as you put in the work and I kept shaming myself like uh like wow like why why haven't I been able to just show up for myself and put in the work like literally law of cause and effect like I got these programs, I went through the programs, and I didn't put in the work, so of course the effect is going to be no return on my investment, right? Now I can sit here and shame myself for not putting in the work when I was originally in the programs and shame myself for spending all that money and not getting a return on investment yet, or I can just analyze my decisions and ask myself, okay, like what state was I in when I made those decisions, when I when I joined those programs and what was keeping me from actually doing the work, right? And what I learned about myself is that I actually made a lot of those decisions to join certain programs out of anxiety, thinking that they were going to be quick fixes for me. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like I, I mean, I've experienced a lot of trauma growing up, and there was a lot of fear around facing some of those dark moments, and I was very, very hesitant to do it. But what I, looking back, like what I should have done before purchasing some of these programs was maybe like talk to a therapist or talk to somebody I trust about why I think I need this program. To really understand if it's something that I'm ready for, something that I should be taking on, or if there was like a different program that I should have been taking, you know, different steps to take before I joined other programs. Like, for example, I joined a program to help me launch an online business and I actually learned so much in that program. I did get so much value out of it, but I didn't accomplish like what I had intended to accomplish by joining the program. And maybe what I should have done instead of joining that program is I probably had a lot more mindset stuff to work on. I probably had so much more healing to do before I should have dared to like start an online business, right? But I don't necessarily, like I don't regret any of those decisions that I made. Like I'm not even sitting here in regret, like thinking like, oh, like I shouldn't have done this. Like I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. Because I believe like all the choices that we make were meant to happen. Like I learned, I still learned something new and all the programs that I took and they helped shape me into the person that I am today. And I really, really love the person that I am today. Now, just as I wouldn't blame or shame my little brother for making a poor decision or a friend for making a poor decision, I'm not going to do the same for myself. Instead, I'm going to look back and try to pull some wisdom out of the poor decisions that I made in the past because the reality is everyone on the planet makes decisions that they're not proud of once in a while and if you choose to just sit there and think like oh I shouldn't have done that and then just tell yourself how bad and irresponsible you are like what is that gonna get you right instead my advice to you is if you 
made a decision in the past that you're not proud of, like I've already said a million times in this episode, don't sit there and shame yourself for it. Ask yourself, like, why did I make that decision? Why did that feel like the best decision for me to make in the moment? And then, you know, talk yourself through it. Talk to someone you trust. Figure out what you can do better next time. Maybe what that means is learning to listen to your body. So if you're like me and you're making decisions out of anxiety, maybe that just means learning to sit with yourself a little more and take care of yourself differently so that you can recognize when there's actually anxiety showing up in your body. Because for the longest time, I didn't even know what what that anxiety was. I didn't know that it was anxiety making the decision for me. Another way that you can help yourself make better decisions in the future is through visualization. So let's say you are trying to form a new habit of exercising at least four days out of the week after work. And, you know, you're following through with it for the first few days and then all of a sudden, like, that next day comes and you decide you're too tired to work out, you know. Work was too much and you just want to go home and veg out in front of the, in front of the TV. And if you know that that's a decision that you've made in the past when you have tried to commit to working out after work, what you could do is visualize it before it happens. So and imagine yourself making the decision that the the, the higher self, your higher self would make and by higher self I just mean like the the best version, the your best self. Um the version of you who actually stays committed to working out after work like she said she was going to do. So. so you can visualize yourself getting off work and being a little bit tired from work, a little bit like, uh, like I just want to go home and veg out in front of the TV. And imagine like what you would tell a friend if, you know, your you know, your friend told you like she's committed and she's gonna start going to the gym and then all of a sudden she tells you like, uh, I don't wanna go, like what would you say to that friend? What advice would you give her? Would you tell her that maybe she just needs to like chug some water and shake her body a little bit and then, you know, tap into a different energy and just get her booty in and out of the gym even if she only goes for 30 minutes? Um, maybe you can tell her that she could start changing into her, well, I don't know, maybe some office jobs or some jobs will allow you to do this, but maybe you can like start changing into your gym clothes like on your lunch break so that you know you're ready to go when you get off work and you can just hop on over to the gym or maybe you keep your gym clothes in the car so you don't have to go home first to change into them and maybe you can have a little conversation with yourself and remind yourself that when you consistently show up for yourself, you are building more trust within yourself. So if you decide not to go to the gym and not to follow through with your commitment, then you're losing trust in yourself. And over time, like that does add up coming from someone who has really struggled to follow through with her commitments before in the past. Like I've definitely lost, I lost a lot of trust that I have in myself. And, you know, recently I've been gaining that trust back by consistently showing up for myself and in just different ways that I'm used to. So visualization is is huge and that could be really helpful for you too. Um, this episode was a little bit shorter because I think this, like I said, this law is pretty self-explanatory, you know, just make taking actions that are aligned with who you desire to be 
And if you are feeling some kind of weird way in your body when you're making a decision, just know that that's probably anxiety. And that's probably a sign for you to really like just listen um, to your body and really hear what it has to say and hear what it's telling you about like, should you really be making this decision? Is this the best decision for you? Or do you maybe need to take some more time before you actually press that button or decide to make whatever the decision is that you're deciding to make. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Um, Hopefully you maybe have a different understanding of what the law of cause and effect is if you've already heard about it before. And as always, I'm always curious to know like what your takeaways are from the episode. So don't be shy. Come say hi to me on Instagram at maintaining by happy to let me know what your takeaways are. And if you think this episode will benefit one of your friends, go ahead and share it with them as well. And that's all I had for you. So thanks for hanging out with me and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.